1: I know that my whole objective was to make people happy. My whole objective was to let somebody know they can be completely all those things that they, they think they can't tell anybody, they can tell me, right. and they're gonna realize that it's okay, and then you know, we're gonna get silly together and run around. And, and sometimes that happens, that happens a lot with me. I think people know that I don't, just how, people know how I am, so they have no reason to feel insecure when they're with me.
2: This is The Vault by Access Hollywood.
3: We're taking you on an epic journey into the heart of Hollywood with iconic interviews and fascinating conversations from the biggest stars in the business.
2: The Vault opens now.
3: Hello, hello. Welcome to the podcast. Here on The Vault by Access Hollywood, we are going to press play on some iconic interviews, and it all starts now. I'm Zuri Hall.
2: And I'm Scott Evans.
3: Today, we are going to head into the vault to talk about Academy Award-winning actress, humanitarian, and filmmaker, Angelina Jolie. She is... Ah, ah! Ooh! I I haven't heard one of those in a while. I like it. I missed it. Angie will pull that out of you. You got to do it one time for Jolie. One time. Some people actually forget that she was a famous kid. She's the daughter of actors Marceline Bertrand and John Voight, who also won an Academy Award. And fun fact, she dropped Voight from her name and just decided to go by her middle name, which is actually Jolie. I did not know that before now. Really? I don't think I did. Or if I did, I didn't think about it enough for it to be, like, permanently implanted in my entertainment news brain.
2: Well, look at this gift from the vault.
3: You know? Because that's what we do here. We give. A little knowledge little is if that's your love language you're welcome okay giving and receiving <laughs> gifts welcome you're safe here i am one of you angelina has been in the business since she was 7 years old she made her on screen debut alongside her dad in the film did you ever see this guy looking to get out i didn't honestly no she was like little pop-up. pop-up. <laughs> <laughs> she, she was, was going to pretend that you did she was or 7 like, yes or like rack your So brain i was a not bit. born <laughs>
2: Mm-mm, I didn't see that. One.
3: You wasn't alive when Earth, Wind, and Fire dropped September, but does it bang? Do you listen to it? You know, yeah, but
2: they—they're all so black. <laughs> I saw Gia. Now, I saw Gia. Gia.
3: Oh, my gosh. I, 98. That was the first time. That was the first time that I saw Angelina, too, right? HBO um, dropped Gia back in 1998. That was her breakout role, actually, where she was portraying mm-hmm. supermodel Gia Karanji, and she won a Golden Globe for that part, which is kind of unbelievable because she was so young, and she hadn't really given as much before that. So for one of your first big roles to be the one that Hollywood sort of blesses you with Mm -hmm. the globe for, that's a big deal. And what I love about Angelina is she's gorgeous, of course, but she really does have the talent to back it up. And watching her in Gia was proof of that. She's got, you know, that dark demeanor. She's very moody. Everybody knows Mm -hmm. like Angelina and her like shadowy angles and her like- Is this your-
2: is this My your Angelina, G, like your like is your Angie energy voice?
3: Are you like into it? Should I stop? Well, Maybe. Okay, I'll stick to what I know, which is clearly not seductress A-list, <laughs> Globe and Academy Award winning uh, human. Uh, but to your point, Girl Interrupted, that was one of dozens of films that followed Gia. And uh, she played a sociopathic mental patient opposite Winona Ryder, and she won a Golden Globe, the SAG Award, and the Oscar for Best Supporting Actress for that. So if you wasn't A-list before that, oh, you A-list now. Like that cemented the status.
2: I remember Access Hollywood was actually in the pool with Angelina Jolie to celebrate the big win. Like it was like, yeah, like she jumped in the gown, I believe, she jumped in the pool Uh and we were there like, well then I guess we're all getting in the pool. I guess that's what we're going to do. Everybody, ruined that the footage amazing. and everything.
3: I was like, the camera? What about the camera? Okay,
2: so the camera didn't go. I <laughs> I got really excited about the pool. The camera yeah, didn't go. The camera went in. But, the film went
3: in. The lights went Everybody
0: went
3: in. Yeah, so it. Okay, that, that feels more like a thing that might happen. Do you have a, a favorite Angelina interaction? Have you interviewed her? Anything that stands out?
2: So my first, my first interview with her, I kept calling her Angelina. And she was, like, so formal. And I was like, that's your name. Right. What she were you was to call, like, you call she Angie." Like, she was like, you can call me Angie. And I Ooh. was like, we're not friends. She was Ooh, like, you can you call are me Angie. Now. You are now. I was like, well then Angie, it is. And then as soon as I said Angie, I was like, well, Angie, it is. So Angelina, tell me. <laughs> <laughs> like, I ban it. So anyways, I ban Angelina, it.
3: girl, you crazy. <laughs> Nick, give me your little nickname. Everybody calling you Angie. <laughs>
2: but as soon as we got back to the show, everyone was like, How did it go? I was like, you know, me and Angie really hit it off. And she'd been Angie <laughs> the <to me> mirrors. <laughs>
3: That's amazing. So this is like a sit down. You had some time. It wasn't yeah, like we had a some time. Carpet. You had time to let it breathe and get to know each other. That's awesome. Yeah,
2: and we and she she talked to me about her kids,
0: mm. who uh,
2: whom she's fiercely protective over. So and we the the kind of conversation that we had was a really thoughtful one, and I think that she really was like, okay, cool. I think we're we're in a good place. You're not going to yeah. ask me anything crazy.
3: Right. um You're right. coming
2: in here respectful. So let's let's go ahead and
3: there.
2: Yeah, familiar. Yeah.
3: I like it. I like it. Yeah. Okay. Well, what are you Me um I interviewed Angie. I'm going to just say it. She didn't really tell me. I could say it, but I'm just... <laughs>
2: <laughs> the way you said it you were like not sure. I was mad hesitant. <laughs> I interviewed
3: uh Angie. <laughs> I interviewed Angie, GG, you know what I'm saying? Little Annie. Uh it was at 10th. I was in Toronto. Me and Angie, you know, hit the red carpet for um, a, a docu- the, the documentary that she did, I believe that her eldest son played a significant role in, remember First They Killed My Father?
2: Yes. When that
3: came out. And I was covering um, the premiere at TIFF, the, the Toronto International Film Festival, and I got to speak with her very briefly, probably uh, two minutes if I was lucky, two or three. And it was Mm -hmm. one of those really intense mics in the face situations. You know, Mm -hmm. for those of you guys listening uh, who may not be familiar with how red carpets sometimes go, ideally and normally you get an opportunity to interview the star you're interviewing one-on-one. Maybe you get three or four questions. Maybe you get one, but it's your Mm -hmm. time with your camera and your mic. But if the star is super big or they're late and they've got to get into the theater, they're like... Y'all better just stick your microphones out and see what happens. Yeah, kind of like
2: press conference kind of stuff. Exactly,
3: exactly. And that's what this ended up being. We were supposed to have more time with her, but in the end, she was super late to the premiere. Her kids were there with her. Um, And as you mentioned, she's so Protective of them um, as she should be and and, mm-hmm. and you could feel that she was really just trying to be in the moment with them and savor that and so it was mm-hmm. less about interviewing and promoting the film and more about being there to support her eldest son uh, Maddox right yeah. Uh, more about being there to support Maddox and, and sort of this story that they were helping to tell together. Um, but I got to speak with her briefly. and She was very sweet. She was very um, ethereal and just sort of like floated onto the carpet. And I, I hesitate to use those cliches because you kind of want to roll your eyes at them. But it was the first time that I'd seen her in person or met her or anything like that. And there was sort of this, um, is Ice Princess a good phrase? Because I mean it in a good no. way. Oh, uh-uh. never mind. Ice queen? Uh, I, no, that just sounds... Oh,
2: God. Well, a uh, princess was, is just, a, just less royal. No,
3: we need something specific. There's... Ice is involved, but in a good way. You know what? Edit this out, too. This is not... This is going to hit the category floor. What is the phrase I'm trying to... I'm trying to explain. There was a poise and a regal energy. Grace, yeah. Yes, a grace. But even, it kind of went beyond grace. Because it's also, there's
2: also an edge.
3: That is it. That is what was there also. She was so kind to me. She was really sweet. She answered two of my questions, actually, like back to back when there were a lot of other people asking things. Um, But there was something about her that you could just feel. Her presence, she owns the room. She's intimidating, but it doesn't feel to be through any fault of her own she's just mm-hmm. so sure of who she is and just did you
2: that. did you do your angelina jolie voice when you asked the question the
3: angel angie angie um <laughs> hey you know i'm equally sexy and um magnetic and i just wanted to know
2: it uh, kind of sounds like you remember in the the three little pigs when the you know wolf what was in actually <laughs>
3: can we cut his mic producer? <laughs> I got to work on my voice, but Angie's got it down.
2: Okay, so now let's get to our first clip. And one of the things that you have to bring up when you talk about Angelina Jolie is her sense of self, the way that she always seems to be in control, right? She regularly gives off this energy that she is ready for anything that could arise. That's on the red carpet, but that's also on set. So one of our first interviews with Angelina was back in 1999 for Girl Interrupted. She told us about the time on set when she maybe got in a little over her head. Her sense of fearlessness may have gone a bit too far. Listen to this.
0: He said there was one scene where you were shooting on the tracks and the train was coming at you and it kind no, of over down. shot its mark.
1: Yes, and I didn't move, I know. And Philip got very mad at me. And the stunned people dragged me to the ground. <laughs> I know, I didn't, I didn't, um, I, I felt that I could wait a little longer before I moved. You know, I didn't, I think, I thought I had, you know, it was coming at me, but I just felt I could, there was a mark where it was like, if it stopped by then, then I, I should move. And I, at that point, it was slowing. So, I felt I could just I was just wanting i was I just the shot was- uh, you know i didn't I didn't feel I needed to move yet I, and I was so in awe of this I just didn't want to move yet until I don't know what was going through my head, but I didn't move and and they um and they actually physically pulled me out of the thing so are you like that in know. real life? Are you just fearless? Well, I mean, that mean was me i guess i'm I'm not. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, sure, I, I'm, not, I, I'm not scared of very much.
0: What scares you? If there's one thing that scares you, what scares you?
1: Mm, liars. Really? Yeah, they have things that aren't what they seem, uh-huh. things that are um, wasted time, boredom, things like that. That scares you know? you. But, but um, things that are superficial, things that are honest and real don't scare me. Things that, uh, yeah, but I'm not scared of much.
3: I love her answer to that. The things that scare her. Nothing really sort of tangible, right? But boredom or, or wastes of time. It shows you how even at that age and that point in her, her life and her career, it's indicative of what she prioritizes, which is things that make her feel alive and present and invested, which seems very much to be how she lives her life, which would also explain, honestly, a lot of her relationships, too, right? And kind of...
2: Things that are honest and real don't yeah. scare me. I do wonder sometimes mm-hmm. if you have to be a person that talks that mm-hmm. until you can believe it. Mm. Or yes. if you are a person that believes it. And so it just kind of oozes out of you.
3: Right. You know what right. I mean? Um, right. That's interesting. I, right? th- I wonder if. And this is just, like, hypothesizing. I have no idea, obviously. But um, with her being the the child of two stars, growing mm-hmm. up with famous parents, um, it's the same idea whether you have famous parents, um, well-to-do parents, whatever. Um, but oftentimes you are born, and I, I don't mean this in a bad way, but you're born into a safety net or a space where taking risks, um, you can afford to take more risks because your, your lifestyle, your surroundings, your means a Well, there's just more
2: resources. There exactly. are more resources. Exactly. There, there's for more you.
3: exploration. Um, your eyes are, are, are more wide open about certain things, um, also not other things, but certain things earlier on. Um, mm-hmm. and, they're, and they're at your fingertips. So when I think about what I would have been doing or could have been doing or would have been trying or exploring at 12, 13, 14, if it was a a matter of me, you know, saying, you know what, I think I'd like to do this or try this. Um, And then there's also the invincibility that we all feel with our youth, but that sort of exacerbated by access and, and and to your point resource. And what does that do? Things become normalized at a much earlier age, less scares you because you've seen more More. sooner. And then in an entirely different aspect of this idea or theme, um, she, she obviously has, has gone through troubles and she's been open and honest about that. And when you think about mental health and you think about the ups and downs of that, um, I think that plays a, a significant part also yeah. in a completely unrelated way.
2: And in, men- in, in describing mental health, knowing that we all have yep. a responsibility to our mental health, not making yeah. a judgment on what someone's mental health um or struggles may be right. but understanding that we all have our things that we're dealing with mm-hmm. it's it it was cool to me to hear her say to hear her agree that yeah yeah, yeah I, I mean in a lot of respects i am fearless to the typical things that might scare someone
0: mm-hmm. that as
2: long as the thing is real and honest i'm good but the mm-hmm. lie the right. lie Right. Is what scares me, and it's interesting that she is an actress because, yeah. like, for a lot of in a lot of ways, you know, in essence, I mean, maybe maybe most actors but actually see themselves as most telling, the truth.
3: Truth and, and yeah, to,
2: telling the truth, truth, and
3: trying to bring that to us. As best but they,
2: can. they be lying, they be lying, <laughs> they be lying, <laughs> just like just like lying. Rose on that on that door talking about oh. Jack didn't have no room. Well, out she out lying, here. she Jackie, lying. Out they out gonna space. say come back they ain't gonna (laughs) say come back um but it's it's i i have always appreciated um the energy that you Mm -hmm. feel in a, a angelina jolie interview yeah um before we move on with the rest of the episode let's take a quick break
3: All right. Welcome back, everybody. Up next in our Angelina Jolie episode of The Vault by Access Hollywood, we're going to move ahead just a little bit to 2000. This was a huge year for Angelina. She had gotten married that year to then-husband Billy Bob Thornton. The two got hitched in Las Vegas. Remember how she rocked the jeans at her wedding? And lest we forget, the vials of each other's blood around their necks, it was a wild time for Hey, okay? <laughs> We were just here to here to enjoy, enjoy the view. This was also the year that her first summer blockbuster, Gone in 60 Seconds, was released, and her star was beginning to rise. Now, during an interview with Access in 2000, Angelina talked to us about her obsession with cars, her love of danger, and whether or not her new marriage changed her. This is what she had to say.
1: There's a, yeah, there's a place that's got an old, and like before the Airstream, it's like this old uh, trailer. because.: aluminum things? Yeah. And there's an aluminum car and it's, but it's just not street safe yet because of the um, flamethrower. What? It's got this, it's just got these great like crazy gargoyles and a flamethrower and a thing that's attached to some, and an elevator um, panel in the, in the front of the car. It's beautiful. I don't know what it is, but it's, um, but it's just pretty. And you know <laughs> it drives well.
0: Danger is pretty to you. Would you would, do you agree to that?
1: Your freedom is pretty to me. you know so yeah, things things that maybe are dangerous they make you feel alive make you feel you know free.
0: Do you feel like within life you need risks you need you need to be living on the edge to make things exciting and worth living?
1: I used to. I, I'm sure I do now. I feel more alive now than ever, but I feel really, really grounded and really happy. And you know, I'm, I'm happily married, and I don't want anything to happen to me. I really want to live to see tomorrow because I'm with him now. Um, I didn't always, but and I don't want anything to happen to him. But say, in saying that, together we probably we're going to attempt to do just about everything.
0: So has marriage grounded you? Is that what you're saying? You're
1: now- it's grounded me, but it's also made me really free. It's, it's made me really, really alive and feel really crazy, powerful and silly. And, you know, I mean, you're happy, I think. It's, it's like I'm grounded and I'm probably really sane and normal, but I'm, I'm you know. Mm-hmm. But it's really out of control now because now I'm with, uh, now I'm like, you know, I have something that makes, that backs me up. It makes me feel stronger.
3: I have something that backs me up and makes me feel stronger. Yeah?
1: That's so much better.
2: better? It's so much, okay.
3: yeah. I'm going to keep For working on it, guys.
2: For a second, I was like, is that Angelina? Did yes. We, did we rewind the clip?
3: Yes. Black Angelina coming at you in full effect. With a head full of curly hair is lit. Blangelina, my guy. <laughs> yes. Let's go, baby. Let's go. I kind of love that clip. And it also makes me be like, damn, I kind of want some Billy Bob love. Like, not literally with Billy Bob, but that energy she was.
2: Oh,
3: stuck. no. <laughs> okay. I do not need that man's blood around my neck. I'm just it, saying. Until you do. Until you, you never know. But. When she was describing that, it was kind of bittersweet to listen to, though, honestly, because right in the moment, she seemed so, you know, full of love and peace and yet freedom at the same time. And obviously, that relationship ended, but that doesn't take away from what it was yeah. while they were together. It was really, it's beautiful to, to hear that, you know, her saying that someone made her feel grounded and yet never more alive or free made her want to stick around for tomorrow, which is really heavy when you think about it
2: which is really beautiful
3: yeah
2: it's really to 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 have a person who is like yeah there are some times where you know i'm not really that's not really Just my thing that. i'm not really thinking about what tomorrow is going to bring or mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. risk perhaps today could make tomorrow um less of a probability or, or yeah. less probable but to know that there's someone who's making me More careful in a way or more considerate of tomorrow. I thought it was a really, you could tell why, why they feeling what they felt, they went and got married
3: and did what they did. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You know, like it, it was like a, it was like a, they were swept up in this like whirlwind romance.
3: And by 2010, though, You know, the the Billy Bob moment had come and gone. And and Angelina, at this point in 2010, was a young mom of six. She had a reputation for being this very sexy femme fatale. She was badass. Brangelina. who Yes. Brangelina. Peak Brangelina. Peak. Peak. They weren't married just yet. But Brad Pitt had infamously I won't say famously really infamously left Jen Aniston for Angie back in 2005 they were both head over heels um do you remember all of the Brangelina hype
2: I do I remember Mr. and Mrs. Smith
3: oh my god that was such a sexy film well yeah Mr. and Mrs. Smith is kind of what did it
2: it? I mean it is what did it for me
3: it's what did it for them they were filming (laughs) that film and he was like, like I'm working late
2: I, and and, and what's, what's, what's really interesting to me about that time is that we, you we, if you were watching that movie, if you were involved in pop culture, you accidentally picked a side. You accidentally, mm. you know, it didn't take much for you to be like, oh, I'm team or oh, I'm team. Like you just couldn't. And, and if you watched Mr. and Mrs. Smith, you couldn't help but notice that the chemistry was something so oh. strong. And you can even watch the movie now. And see, you know, and feel that.
3: Yeah, it, it was so sexy. Even I remember sort of feeling the, the thickness of the yeah. tension. I was like, "Good God!" It kind of gave some context into. Yeah, well, they ended up with six babies. You know what I right. mean? Like- <laughs> and
2: and I think Angelina Jolie had moved from like a smoldering kind of energy mm-hmm. into like a badass action star. Like she yeah. had the Laura Croft. Tomb Raider mm-hmm. series, mm-hmm. Salt was one. Did you know that Nev Campbell told me that she actually wanted the role of Salt
0: mm. bad,
2: like you know Nev Campbell, mm-hmm. uh, scream, Party of yeah. Five. Yeah, yeah. She was like, I, I learned. In it. She she was like, I learned a all the little yeah. She told me that she learned a sequence Did she, to, for her like audition? and put it yeah and put it on and wow. put it on tape for her audition, and she was like, it was the one role that that like she really really wanted oh, and really? and I was like and so she I said and so then when she's like well I went to Angelina Jolie.
3: Well I to go to somebody. Well, <laughs> uh, I love what I love about Angelina is she does so many of her own stunts too. I remember when I saw Tomb Raider and I was like well I'm going to just go get a bunch of cargo pants from JCPenney's and some white tank tops and call it a life. Like this is who I, I am now.
2: Can I be honest? Yeah. I remember that Zuri Hall.
3: Utah. <laughs> <You know. laughs> okay, wait. I, uh, we go back, you guys. He may or may not have seen me when I didn't have eyebrows because they were overplugged and my wig game was a little bit tragic.
2: But it a was around
3: 2010. But
2: a, but a high pony and some cargo shorts. Uh- I was I like, was is she about to go on a hike? No, she's going, she going to the club. Your
3: face. I mean, oh, you're like, oh no, she's going to the club. Oh, okay. That's
2: Blangelina right there. <laughs> Y'all better back up. Come on, Blangy.
3: Uh Blangy, before she knew she was Blangy. I just loved, <laughs> she was so strong and she was sexy. Like at that age, I couldn't quite put my finger on what I liked about it. But now as I've sort of grown into myself, I loved that she had this duality of strength and sexuality like she didn't Mm -hmm. have to choose she was both because she was so strong and brave it made her sexy and we as women especially have had in the past so many examples of what it means to be sexy and it's soft and it's submissive and it's alluring but quiet and And do your your, do
2: your sexy voice again do it one more time um
3: (laughs) coming in live on the ones and twos wearing some cargo pants and a J.C. Penny tank top, uh two-for-one deal at your local. No no, 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 we're not into it. Okay, I quit, I quit. Okay, Scott, sir, give it to me. Okay, Blangy number two, what's up?
2: Hey, what's up, guys? This is coming in on the ones and two.
3: Bravo, Scott, bravo. I'm gonna mm-hmm. keep working on it. I aspire, I aspire to that.
2: Let's fast forward if you want to. You want to fast let's. forward?
3: Oh, let's. 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 Okay,
2: so let's come to 2020.
3: Okay.
2: So this, we were talking, I was talking to her for the movie, um, The One and Only Ivan on Disney Plus, mm. right? Mm-hmm. And by na- by then she had done a whole bunch of family, family-friendly family movies, like Kung Fu Panda, um, that, that whole, I mean, monstrous franchise, uh, Come Away, the Maleficent films, which you borrowed your Angelina, Jovoi- mm-hmm. Je- Angelina Jolie voice the maleficent films you. <laughs> where you borrowed your Angelina Jolie voice uh, your Blangy voice
0: you. over Blangy you, Blangy <laughs> <Strangy>, uh, <Angie. laughs>
2: <laughs> but she she was talking to me about how the idea or the message in this movie the one and only Ivan was was important about animal um, conservation and preservation and how captivity is something that we really need to be reevaluating as um, humans mm-hmm. uh, sharing this planet with animals. Um, I really appreciated her softer side, right? Mm-hmm. Like this is, she was she was talking to me about uh, uh, one of the the other co-stars in the film, how they wore matching elephant onesies on the first day of filming their audio tracks for the movie and how she really wanted just to make this experience for this young actress something special, something really cool. The world, of course, has changed. Now A-listers are promoting films on streaming services, not on theaters or not in theaters or on big red carpets. So we did it through a Zoom. Mm-hmm. And when I tell you that energy I talk about.
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: You could feel it in the Zoom.
3: Even still, wow.
2: It was so funny. We come, I come into the Zoom and Angelina Jolie is already s- sitting there. And she's mm-hmm. like, with a cup of tea.
3: No. Wait. <laughs> she was waiting? You had waiting. Angie waiting? I didn't. The judge did. Carl, I'm sorry. Angie, I'm so sorry.
2: So she was with her co-star Brooklyn. uh, She was with her co-star Brooklyn Prince, and it was a really sweet conversation. We were talking about how Access awarded her the number one family fashion moment, and Angie remembered it. It was on the red carpet for Maleficent in 2019, Maleficent 2. And uh, we've just loved how the family showed up to support. And so you could tell they really do operate as a family unit. And Angie is 100% mama bear. Here's what she had to say about her relationship with her kids.
0: You know, we have a lot of fun together. And what, what I, I think what I'm so happy about is that the kids... Have a good sense of what life really is about, mm-hmm. and we enjoy that we get to, we we're privileged to go to some of these parties and celebrate film, and it's fun. We don't we don't take it as this is the most important thing in the world. And oh my God, we we have a laugh together, we play together, and we're usually laughing when we're on some carpet. <laughs> and and um, great. Have they got you? Yeah, have great they got you on here. TikTok yet? I still don't really completely understand, no. I don't even, I, I, I don't know if it's something somebody could even put me on. Brooklyn's, like, she does I don't even know either. My mom doesn't let me, because <laughs> they don't send stuff to people. My kids don't have it, so I'm not, somebody, well, I saw somebody show my kid one the other day. Yeah. I'm just late to the game, I don't know. I was <laughs> never, I was never, like, up with the latest cool thing
2: lies
3: <laughs> you've been <laughs> cool since birth <laughs> you but are I the mean, cool thing angelina
2: <laughs> but exactly you can't be up
3: on what you are
2: <laughs> the reality she
3: was so warm there i loved you can feel like you said the energy she was just so open with you and just very sweet. um yeah sweet and kind i love that you could tell she yeah. was having fun
2: yeah you know we showed her this really beautiful picture of her and the family. And I'll be honest, you know, there, there is, there was a kind of glaring omission with Brad not being there. You know, of course they've been, been split since 2016 and still going through this divorce. And so, you know, you want to be respectful when talking about their family, when talking about her family, but it is a big part of her life. And you can't not have an interview with Angelina Jolie and not talk about, um, her big, beautiful family.
3: Right, so exactly. it was cool.
2: It was cool to see her open because she doesn't always talk about them. She's very protective. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very protective.
3: Yeah, no, it was it was nice to hear her to hear her speak about the kids in, in that way. And it's also really great to see her love for her children reflected in the choices she's making project wise now too right you you mm-hmm. witness that a lot in hollywood as you know actors get older as they start to have kids you the most random dude you never thought was going to make an animated you know, chick flick, if, if that's even a genre, <laughs> suddenly <laughs> is like, stay tuned for my animated chick flick coming in 2021 um, because they want to create content that their kids can enjoy and be excited about, too. Uh, so that, that's really cool to see her really just embrace her mom role and be more open and, and public about it. I just feel like we need to get the petition going to get Angelina Jolie on TikTok now. Like, that's the you thing know, that we need. I don't know.
2: <laughs> I don't know if I want Angelina Jolie on TikTok.
3: Why? She doesn't have to do all the obnoxious dances. She can just be, you know.
2: I want her on Instagram.
3: I'll take what I can get. We can do Instagram. I want her on Instagram. little of that. I want
2: want DMs to Angelina Jolie. I want that. But
3: you want to slide in the DMs.
2: No, 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 no. Because that's what I'm taking
3: away from this. (laughs) No judgment. (laughs) I would too.
2: So she is legally separated (laughs) from Brad Pitt.
3: Which is justification for you sliding in her DMs. I'm just no, 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 no,
2: no, 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 no. <laughs> no, no she no, got too, no, too many kids. Too many.
3: Okay. And that is the <laughs> oh, casual
2: commentary for tonight's episode. Oh, my uh- <laughs> goodness. Oh, my goodness. We got too
3: many kids. <laughs> I got a lot of babies. I got six babies. Uh, yeah. Well, if, whether she's on TikTok or not, we will undoubtedly be keeping up on this woman's career. She's got so much going on. She's a global humanitarian. She was named the special envoy to the United Nations High Commissioner for Refugees, which is so impressive, um, but really not surprising because she's been so committed to her humanitarian work for as long as any of us can remember. I feel like I've seen that grow with her career it, it was yeah. never one or the other it i kind think of felt since
2: like two things. since the since the addition to of maddox in her mm-hmm. family mm-hmm. um i think that is she's, she's had an aware maybe it was p- perhaps before which is why maddox came to her um uh, uh through adoption she's mm-hmm. had this kind of tie to humanitarian work so yeah it's kind mm-hmm. of a no-brainer in yeah. a lot of ways it's kind yeah. of a no-brainer
3: Yep, gotta love her. We're gonna see her in Marvel's The Eternals. That'll be a fun return uh to the action world. That's how I know and love Angelina. So I'm excited to just see her kind of put on that badass hat again and give it to us. Um, but yeah, definitely no signs of slowing down. If Mm-mm. if that is an example of motherhood, then sign me up. You know, she's badass, she still feels very much herself. Um, and and that. For me, personally speaking, as someone who can't wait to be a mother and yet still is like, how do you how do you figure out the balance between motherhood and self? Um, She seems to be a great example of that.
2: I'll tell you, I was going to we were doing a junket for Maleficent Two. Michelle Pfeiffer is sitting in the room. You've got Elle Fanning is sitting in the room and Mm -hmm. Angelina Jolie walks in, but she's still on the phone with one of her kids Mm -hmm. who's asking if they can have company come over to the house. Mm -hmm. And she's like, why? Why are you asking me if you can have? Yeah, of course you can have. What are y'all what are y'all about to do?
3: Exactly. Why do we need consent for that? It was really.
2: do we need a FaceTime? Do I need to see? <laughs> no, I trust you. No, have right. fun.
3: Right, right, right.
2: But it's odd that you're calling me for this. <laughs> and so we're sitting in the room, and we're like, "Should we turn the mics off? Should we? Right. Maybe this is a private room." She says that she hands up the phone, and she's like, "I trust this kid, but this is something.
0: This, something, is something this is something
3: else." Off.
2: And it was a really cool mom, like Angelina Jolie in mom mode. Right. And then she like snapped back into Let's Do This Press.
3: Just like, got back
2: to it. Yeah, it was really cool. It was really cool.
3: That is awesome. Well, we love us some Angelina, clearly. um, Excited about everything she has coming up next. You guys, hope you enjoyed this episode in all of its Jolie glory. Make sure you join us again when we take another trip to the Access Hollywood Vault. You never know what that next throwback is going to be. Who could it be, Scott?
2: Jack Uh, Black. Oh,
3: my God. The obsession with Jack Black, we really got to unpack. And I'm to a rhyme? poet. No, I don't. Maybe. Maybe. I'm into it. Okay, so maybe Jack Black eventually, but also probably not. Just in the next couple <laughs> of weeks. <laughs> make sure that you are subscribed, okay? If you want more of whatever the hell just happened, then make sure you're subscribed. Apple Podcasts, maybe Spotify, wherever you get your podcast, Wherever you're listening right now is where you should subscribe. For more, we will be back. I am Zuri Hall.
2: And I am Scott Evans.
3: He is Scott Evans, and he is great, and this was fun, and we will be back with more of The Vault by Access Hollywood next time. Or great. maybe not. Maybe or we maybe, will never be I think that. we just got canceled.
2: <laughs> the Vault by Access Hollywood is hosted by Scott Evans and Zuri Hall, produced by Access Hollywood Digital's Jenny Depper and Rebecca Zamer, and Digital Media Management's Grant Rutter, Audrey Povar, and Ryan Middeldorf and Trey Boudet. Join us next week when we open up that vault again for more iconic celebrity interviews and all things entertainment. Rate, subscribe, and share.